Welcome on back. Total Request Tuesday. This one goes out to Mikey. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Craig Bowler, Jack, sitting in studio with us. Bowler, Ricky Rubio made some comments uh, over in Europe. And uh, sometimes, you know, we have to take this with a grain of salt because translations can be a little bit awkward. But essentially said that the Jazz had informed him that uh, he was not their number one priority. And, Gordon, you wrote a column about that today. And uh, fill us in on the column. I want to get Bowler's reaction. To well, this. essentially, I, I took it as positive news. One, that the Jazz were honest with Ricky Rubio and told him what their intentions were, what their priorities were. Some clubs wouldn't do that, Bowler. Agreed. You know that. Agreed. And the Jazz showed character in, uh, in, in being up front with him. And then I think it shows uh, positivity from the standpoint that the Jazz are – uh, living up to their idea to make this team better. They want to be a true contender in the league, and they know that with Ricky Rubio at the point, they're not good enough to make that happen. And so now they want to fix that. Now, you can do it directly by bringing in another point guard, uh, trading for one or signing one in free agency, or you can do it by bringing in more shooters and letting Donovan Mitchell do what he did in the fourth quarter and initiate the offense. We saw Joe Ingles do that. They need more shooting bowler. And in the day, in this day and age of the NBA, you can't get by or very rarely can get by with a guard, be it a point or an off guard, who can't shoot. Yeah. I mean, Chris Mannix, I think, uh, made that very clear. And very few teams have that uh, that ability to put a point guard on the floor and be very effective each and every night. It's kind of a two-part uh, discussion because I'm going to start first with Ricky as a person because I got to know him over the last two years. And Gordon, I know you've talked to him and Jake. Uh, what what I think is I, I can't remember a player that has been so community-minded uh, uh, in a Jazz uniform in a long time. Uh, Corver in his first stint, you know, remember Coates for Corver, Corver's yeah. Coates mm-hmm. and his drive. The dodgeball yeah, thing. All yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle was very, and still is, very, very involved in the communities that he's touched. But Ricky was special, and, and uh, fans were drawn to him. You know, the beard, the ponytail, uh, his his um, his relationship in Donovan's rookie year. Uh, mentoring, him, mentoring him and the little handshake. You remember that on the, on the, on the sideline that one particular night? And so there grew a backcourt. And some believed it was going to be a long-term relationship. So you leave that conversation, and then you get to the real discussion, too. You never question the personality or the person of Ricky Rubio. You get into the discussion of whether or not he can help the Jazz to the next level. And I'm going to go back to the day before Dennis has moved up uh, in the ranks of management now. But on the exit interview, you remember this very clearly. We're a good team, but we're not great. And so, and that was Dennis, who, who was being truthful and I think transparent uh, with Jazz fans as well. There were nights Ricky was so, was on. I mean, I, I call some nights. I go, wow, this guy early would hit a tenor. He was always better when he hit a mid range J. Always better when he got some when he saw the ball go through the hoop. As, as Harpreen and, and Big T always say for a player. And but he would miss some layups. He was not the most dynamic three point shooter. On occasion, he'd be dialed in. But uh, I understand what the Jazz need to do, and it's what Chris himself said and what Gordon wrote about, and that's the next level. And here's the question, though, Gordon, how do you get that next level player? And is it through trade? Is it through draft? Is it through free agency? And is it through 
quite a payday uh, to get that particular player. There's a lot of guards that are being mentioned, but they're not being mentioned with the Jazz. I don't expect that. You know what, Kimba Walker and the Lakers, I just heard that one yesterday. You know, after Kimba said, no, Charlotte, you know, it's all I know, right? It's all I know. And now all of a sudden, uh, you know, people are speculating maybe he'll go to Los Angeles and play with LeBron. So, you know, the, the Jazz have always done it this way. They rarely throw a player's name into the into the public foray. Uh, Ricky's name slipped out, as did Favors, just before a trade deadline in February. Dennis wasn't happy about it. But, again, in the day this day of digital media, it's going to happen. And it's going to happen again. And I'm sure the, the, the rumor mill will even pick up over the next uh, week or two. I mean, the draft, guys. Come on. Three weeks from Thursday? Or is it two weeks, two weeks. from Thursday? Pardon me. No. Two weeks. Two weeks. two weeks. And then the summer league. I mean, come on. I mean, July 1? We're, we're, we're less than a month away from you know the Salt Lake City Summer League. So I, I, I just think Gordon's got some, some points that are valid and that have been backed up by what you know the Jazz have mentioned about upgrading that position. It's tough to do. But I will say this, if the if the interview is true to form and what Ricky said was, um, uh, as you said, the, the words are actually, um, you know, when you uh, translated, translated right. mm-hmm. if they're translated correctly, then I, I think he should obviously be pleased. I know he's upset because he, he would like to stay. I've had that conversation. Um, and again, maybe he was just giving me player speak, but he was very engaged with his community, very engaged in the locker room, very engaged with this team. But if the Jazz indeed uh, have alerted him, then all that does is help him right. uh, find his next job. And my, I can't believe I couldn't lost in translation. <laughs> That's what I, I did. I couldn't. I couldn't translate my own words. But. Uh, I, I think that bodes well for him, and then it also helps open the door for the Jazz to move forward. And what Dennis said, we're good, we're not great, and I know that's what Jazz fans want this team to be. Do you guys agree with me that it shows a, maybe a little bit of an attitude change, that the status quo is not good enough, and they are being honest with Ricky Rubio before they have their bases covered? They haven't they haven't pulled off a trade. No. They don't have anything solidified at this point, and so for them to be honest with him before any of that is done, I think uh, shows a, a, maybe a bit of a shift that uh, well, they're not satisfied and they want to push this thing forward. And Gordon and Jake, there could be another side of this story. Ricky could maybe not be actually happy with the news. And this was spoken overseas, and maybe the Jazz didn't want this news actually to be uh, revealed at this particular time. I don't know. But again, players react differently when disappointed, and especially if you're away from home here and you're overseas at, at your that home, then you can maybe talk more freely, and maybe your disappointment comes out there. I, I agree with you, Bowler, in that Ricky Rubio was a rare bird in this particular way he played with passion he played with his heart oh big time and and big when time. and when he found out he said this he admitted this that when he found out that jazz were talking about using him uh, to acquire somebody else that it, uh, it 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 hurt him in the heart and he said it, it did affect him it did yeah and i thought that was maybe Maybe we don't hear that enough from guys anymore because it is a business. Well, and that's usually the standard line, too, Jake, uh, is that uh, I get it. It's a business. You know what? 
believe me, we've all been around this this sporting world a long time. It does hurt. Uh, you put a lot of effort and sweat and 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 grit and grime into into a franchise. Now, some guys can walk away easier because maybe they're unhappy anyway. Okay, that's not the case for Ricky Rubio. I mean, he was totally engrossed with what this team was doing. Uh, you should watch, you know, being on the plane. I mean, he was one of the guys. I mean, he was one of the leaders. I mean, both on and off the floor, and well respected. And so, only not only would it be t- difficult for for Ricky, but I think you know the team will have to kind of readjust their their thought pattern and the way that they handle themselves too on and off the floor. I, it's it was such a tight locker room, and I think you know what Dennis and now Justin Zanuck Z uh, as we call him, who's now the general manager after Dennis's elevation, uh, and Gordon, you may be onto something. Maybe that is the cue of where the Jazz have decided to become more aggressive and maybe even a little bit more transparent. We don't know, but it it, it could be a tip by making that change uh, before the draft that allows the Jazz maybe to make some more more aggressive moves. But we'll wait and see. All right, we'll have more with Bowler coming up right around the corner. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.